This is the start of media labeled number one of the video recorded deposition of Dr. Stanley Plotkin in the matter of Lori Matheson, formerly known as Lori Ann Schmidt, versus Michael Schmidt, filed in the state of Michigan, the circuit court for the County of Oakland Family Division. This deposition is being held at 5833 Lower York Road in New Hope, Pennsylvania on January 11, 2018. My name is Tom Liebman and I'm the legal video specialist for TSG Reporting Incorporated, headquartered at 747 3rd Avenue in New York City. The court reporter is Maureen Broderick in association with TSG Reporting. Counsel, please introduce yourselves for the record. Aaron Siri, co-counsel on behalf of plaintiff. Amy Ruby, on behalf co-counsel on behalf of plaintiff. Laura Nusma, counsel for defendant Michael Schmidt. The court reporter would ask swear in the witness. Raise your right hand, please, sir. You swear or affirm the testimony you're about to give will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God. Yes. Good morning, Dr. Plotkin. Can we just make a record that it's under this court? I would just like to clarify that this is being recorded by a video deposition on pursuant to MCR 2.315. Good morning. Can you please state your full name for the record? Stanley A. Plotkin. Okay. Dr. Plotkin, have you been deposed before? Oh, a long time ago, many years ago. Okay, and what matter was that? Oh, that, that had to do with um, uh, an abortion done because of congenital rubella. What year approximately? In the 1960s. And what was your testimony about? My testimony was about the uh, abnormalities that occur in uh, infants of women born, um, that, that is, in infants of uh, women who have congenital, who have rubella during pregnancy and uh, whose uh, fetuses are frequently uh, affected with considerable congenital abnormalities. From rubella. From rubella. Did that involve a vaccine? I, at the time, I was uh, developing a vaccine against rubella, yes. Okay. Have you been deposed in any other case? Not that I can recall, no. Okay. Have you ever been an expert witness in any lawsuit other than this one? Uh, again, not for many years. Um, I believe I did a couple of those cases in the 60s, but I have avoided depositions since then. Okay. Why is that? Uh, because I consider that they uh, seldom bring out all the facts, but I'm willing to uh, help in this case. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go over a few rules with you for this deposition. Mm -hmm. um, the court reporter has placed you under oath. Same as a court of law, you're testifying under penalty of perjury. Mm -hmm. The court reporter is making a record and will take down the questions that I ask and the answers that you provide. Mm -hmm. If you don't understand a question, let me know before answering. Okay. Um, uh, it, the court reporter can't take down nods. Uh, that's another rule. So if you 
and yes. it's how you want vocalize. Yeah. Um, please wait till I complete asking a given question, even if you think mm -hmm. you know the answer, so that we have a complete record, please. Um, as I uh, don't speculate, uh, if you don't know the answer, uh, then so state. But uh, you should provide your best recollection, even if it's vague or partial. Okay. Yes. Are you taking any <clears throat> any medications or are under the influence of any substance that might affect your ability to testify today? I don't think so, no. Is that no? No. Okay. Um, did you discuss this deposition with anyone? Actually, no. I've had some conversations with uh, Laura and Niesma, but not about the substance of my testimony. Before today, did you have any discussions um, with anyone related to this deposition? No, actually, I know very little about the the, um, um, the issue here. Uh, I understand that that there's a disagreement between parents, uh, but that's all I really know. And you haven't discussed this lawsuit with anyone apart from opposing counsel. No. How did you first learn about this lawsuit? Um, it was from, um, a, a, uh, lady by the name of Karen Ernst, who was the head of an organization called Voices for Vaccines, uh, which is a, a, a group of lay people, uh, who are, uh, uh, favorable to vaccination. And uh, she had heard from the father, I believe, who was looking for um, experts to testify on his behalf. So you discussed this lawsuit with her? Not really discussed the lawsuit. I would, she referred me to the father, um, and I sent an email saying that I would be willing to testify. I have not talked to the father. I've never met the father, mm -hmm. um, so I, um, everything is, has happened secondhand, so to speak. And it was Karen Ernst who, who asked you to be an expert in this case? She asked me if I would be willing, yes. And how many discussions have you had with her? No discussions. About uh, this case? About this case. I've uh, simply had an email exchange uh, asking me to, uh, to do it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to request a copy of that email chain. Okay, Dr. Falken. Um, if I can find it, I'll be glad to send it to you. Thank you. Um, so before today, other than speaking with opposing counsel and an email communication with Karen Ernst, you have not um, discussed this lawsuit, this deposition, or the role that you'd be playing here today with anybody else. Is that right? Uh, I've had uh, an um, email exchange with um, uh, Paul Offit, uh, Dr. Paul Offit. Uh, who is uh, actually a former student of mine. Mm -hmm. And who's Dr. Offit? Dr. Offit is um, 
a pediatrician at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Okay. And what did you discuss with Dr. Offit? I discussed with him the uh, issues uh, or the possible issues uh, about uh, refusal to vaccinate. Okay, and what was the substance of those discussions? The substance basically concerned what arguments are often used uh, to oppose vaccination. And what are those arguments? Um, the arguments generally are that um, uh, vaccines uh, can cause reactions uh, and uh, that the reactions are worse than the, d the disease. And what did Dr. Offit have to say about that? Well, he pointed out, of course, and uh, he's the author of a chapter in my vaccines book, uh, that uh, the opposite is true, that the disease is worse than the reactions to the vaccines. Do you have peer-reviewed science to support that statement? Do I have what? Peer-reviewed science to support that yes, statement? Yes, of course. And would you be willing to provide that science? Well, the science is in the chapter in my textbook, um, but there are uh, innumerable references, uh, some of which I have, but um, uh, I can certainly provide you with a list of references in, in the chapter. Great. Um, Have you reviewed any documents to prepare for this deposition? Uh, you know, I've looked at the, um, the web. Um, I don't usually do that, but um, I've looked at the web, some of the uh, anti-vaccination websites. And which, which of those sites did you look at? Oh, gosh. I can't give you the names. I've just sort of scanned through a number of them. Do you remember the names of any of them? Um, let's see. just to be clear, if you don't remember something, just say you don't remember and you can move on from there. Yeah, well, here's one called Vax Truth. Everything you ever needed to know about medical exemptions to vaccination but didn't know to ask. Um, there were a, a couple of others that I looked at, um, many of which were appalling. And why do you believe they're appalling? Uh, because they're ignorant of the facts, exaggerations, half-truths, um, uh, or even um, misconceptions. Vac-truth. Um, does that website 
is that a website that catalogs personal stories of families uh, who believe their child was injured by vaccines? You know, uh, I did not, um, uh, what shall I say, um, read these uh, word for word. Um, uh, I imagine that that's the case, uh, but I, I couldn't tell you specifically about which website says what. Mm -hmm. But you found Vact Truth appalling? Yes. Okay. Um, other than reviewing the what you refer to as anti-vaxxer websites, um, did you review any other documents to prepare for this deposition? Yes, I looked at a, a number of um, vaccine safety studies, uh, which again are uh, referenced in the vaccine safety chapter. Mm -hmm. And apart from that, anything else? No. Okay. Have you been provided any documents related to this lawsuit? To whom? Have you, uh, Dr. Plotkin, been provided any documents relating to this lawsuit no, specifically? No, I have not. Okay. <clears throat> have you reviewed any me medical records related to this case? Medical records? No. Okay. Have you done anything? Um, other than what we've already discussed to prepare for this deposition today? Um, no, basically no. Okay. Have you discussed the child at issue in this case? No. Okay. So you don't know anything specific about the child at issue in this case, correct? I do not. And you don't know anything about her medical history, correct? Correct. And you don't know anything about her family's medical history, correct? Correct. Okay. Have you been any, on any trips in the last year? Oh, many. Where to? Gosh. Uh, um, several trips to Europe, to, to France, to Germany. Um, um, let's see, um, have I been to Asia in the last year? Uh, yes, I've been to Japan. Um, um, basically, I mean, of course, many trips in the United States, um, England, How many times at least you, a dozen trips. At least a dozen. How many times were you in France in the last year? Oh, gosh. Twice, I think. Okay. Germany? Once. England? Once. Okay. These were all separate trips? Yes. In which you got on a plane from the United yes. States, flew there, flew back. Okay. Um, Japan, how many times? Once. Okay. Uh, how many times to other countries? Outside of the oh, U.S.? gosh. I probably had about a dozen trips dozen altogether. Trips. Okay. If I had known <clears throat> you were interested, I would have brought my calendar. Uh, how about trips in the United States that required you to get on a plane? How many of those would you say in the last year? 
um, mainly to California, a lot of trips to Washington, Boston. California, Washington, same city in California each time or different? No, San Francisco, San Diego. What were the purpose of most of these trips? Attend meetings, scientific meetings. Were any of them related to companies developing vaccines? Oh, yes. Would you say most of them were? Um, most of them. Um, probably about half of them. Do you, have any, um, do you have any trips planned for 2018? Yes. Okay, where to? I'll be going to India next month, uh, and um, uh, however, I'm trying to cut down on foreign trips. So uh, at the moment, I'll, I'll be going to Germany in June. Um, aside from that, I'll be going to France in May. Um, I think that's all I can recall at the moment. What's your trip to France for? I'll be teaching in an advanced vaccinology course in Annecy. Where, I'm sorry? Annecy. What's that, I'm sorry? A-N-N-E-C-Y. It's, it's, a, it's a town in France. Okay. And, and who's sponsoring this course? Well, it's sponsored by the University of Geneva um, and the Gates Foundation. Anybody else? No, basically those are the, uh, the funders. Okay. And your trip to Germany? What's that for, Doc? Um, I'll be going to visit a, a biotechnology company uh, that is trying to develop vaccines based on RNA. Okay. Do you have a, in a position or affiliation with that company? I'm simply on their scientific board. Okay. And your trip to India, the purpose of that one? Uh, to discuss uh, vaccination against chikungunya um, uh, virus, which is uh, epidemic in India and in South America. And who are those discussions with? Well, they'll, uh, it's under the aegis of an organization called CEPI, which is a coalition to develop vaccines against epidemic diseases. Okay. So it's um, an organization that's received funding from um, various governments uh, uh, to, to meet the challenges of epidemic diseases like Ebola and chikungunya, etc. This trip also include meeting with vaccine developers. Well, they will be present at the meeting. Uh, they will come and and uh, and present the results of their efforts to develop a vaccine against chikungunya. Any trips planned in the United States for 2018? <sighs> 
I wish I had known to bring my calendar. Um, I have no trips uh, planned this month. Um, or actually, uh, next month, but um, I w will be going to um, some NIH-sponsored meetings in March, as I recall, and there's a uh, vaccine conference in uh, Washington in April that I'll be going to. When you say Washington, do you mean Washington State or District of Columbia? Uh, District of Columbia. Um, in May, I'll be going back to France for the advanced vaccinology course. It's as much as I can remember at the moment. Okay. Uh, there might be others. You just don't have your calendar here today, right? Right. Okay. And the NIH meetings, where are those taking place? In Bethesda. Okay. How far is that from here? From from here? Yeah, did you drive there? Oh, no, no. I take the train to Washington and then the metro to Bethesda. Okay. How long does that trip take? The train is an hour and a half. The metro is maybe 20 minutes. <clears throat> What's the name of the plaintiff in this case? Well, from what was said before, the... Uh, plaintiff, I think, is not, someone named Schmidt. Uh, I, 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 I've not followed, the, as I said before, I have not been involved in the legal details, so uh, I, I don't know the names except from what I've heard. What's the name of the defendant in this case? As I understand it, they're a married couple, but that's all I can tell you. So I presume that they're both named Schmidt. Okay. What's the name of their child? I do not know. Okay. How old is their child? I do not know. Okay. Do you know whether the child has received any vaccines? I do not know. Okay. Um, the name of the child is Faith, and I'll refer, I'll refer to the child as Faith during this deposition, okay? Mm -hmm. okay? Faith's father believes that Faith's mother was wrong to not have given Faith all CDC-recommended vaccines on time. Do you agree with the father? Yes. <clears throat> is it your understanding that the father wants Faith to receive all vaccines she has missed and continue to receive all CDC-recommended vaccines? That is my understanding, yes. Do you agree with the father that Faith should receive these vaccines? Uh, absent any contraindication, yes. Sitting here today, do you know whether Faith has any contraindications? I do not know. So sitting here today, you don't know whether Faith should or should not actually get these vaccines? In the absence of a contraindication, Faith should receive the vaccines. But you don't know whether she has a contraindication? I do not know the medical history of the child. Okay. 
What vaccines has Faith missed according to the CDC schedule that you believe she should get? <laughs> well, the CDC's schedule in includes diphtheria, tetanus, pertussis, hepatitis B, haemophilus influenza, um, polio, uh, measles, mumps, rubella. Uh, I don't know how old she is, so I, I don't know, uh, you know where, where to stop. But there are vaccines recommended um, in uh, pre-adolescence. Um, so she should receive those when she reaches the appropriate age. Uh, so um, just so I, uh, I got, just so I make sure I understand, you believe she should get the hepatitis B vaccine? Yes. Rotavirus? Yes. DTaP? Yes. Hib? Yes. BC, PCV13? Yes. IPV? Yes. Um, the flu shot annually? Yes. IIV? We'll call it the flu shot. At the moment, yes. I'm sorry, at the moment? At the moment. What do you mean? Uh, I mean that there are two influenza vaccines, one of which uh, is recommended for this year. Uh, the other is uh, not recommended at the moment, but may be in the future. Okay. You think she should get the recommended one? Yes. And you think she should get the MMR, I believe you said? Yes, and varicella. And hepatitis A vaccine? I'm sorry? And the hep A vaccine? And the hep A vaccine, yes. Okay. <clears throat> How many doses of hep B as a child do you recommend they receive? Three. How many doses of rotavirus do you recommend? Uh, two or three. And, and you recommend Faith receive those, right? Yes. And you recommend that she receive the three doses of Hep B? Yes. And how many doses of DTaP do you recommend she receive? Uh, well, currently at least three, uh, then a, a, a booster, and um, uh, eventually another booster. And how many doses of Hib do you recommend she receive? Uh, well, three are usually sufficient. Okay. And how many doses of PCV13? Uh, three. And how many doses of IPV or an inactivated polio vaccine? Three. How many doses of the flu shot? Uh, well, one per year. And how many doses of MMR? Um, at least two, yes. How many doses of varicella? Uh, two. And hep A? Uh, two or three. Two is often sufficient. Okay, and those are the doses that you recommend the faith receive, correct? Yes. For each of those vaccines we just went through. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> and then there are the adolescent vaccines as well. And what are those? Um, well, meningococcus is often recommended, uh, and also a human papillomavirus uh, vaccine, uh, to especially if she is a girl, uh, but it's also recommended for boys as well. And you recommend that Faith receive those as well, the meningococcus and HPV vaccine? Yes. Okay. Any others? Um, well, I could look up the vaccine schedule if you wish me to, but um, I am sure that I agree with all of the CDC recommendations. Okay. <clears throat> How about as uh, when she becomes an adult, would you recommend that she get all of the adult 
the vaccines that are recommended by the CDC for adults? Well, certainly, yes. Um, what are the, um, can you please tell me the brand name and manufacturer for each of the Hep B vaccines? Well, I do not try to memorize brand names. Um, um, as I recall, uh, Engerix is the most commonly used hepatitis B vaccine, uh, which is manufactured by GlaxoSmithKline. Mm -hmm. um, there's also a vaccine manufactured by Merck. I don't remember the trade name at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, as I said, I, I don't try to memorize trade names. Okay, so for the hepatitis B, there's a vaccine manufactured by GlaxoSmithKline. Can we refer to that either as Glaxo or GSK today? Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. Um, and there's one manufactured by Merck? Correct. Okay. Um, rotavirus, what are the brand names and companies that manufacture those? Well, actually, one of the rotavirus vaccines I developed, so I do know that the trade name is called Rotatech, and the other one is called Rotorix. Okay, and who manufactures those? I'm sorry? Who, who's, who sells those, manufactures uh, those? Merck manufactures Rotatech, and GSK manufactures Rotorix. Okay. How about DTAP? Who, what are the brand names and manufacturers for DTAP? Oh, boy. Um, uh, Sanofi Pasteur um, manufactures DTAP, and so does GSK. Um, I do not uh, remember the trade names. How about uh, the hepatitis B vaccine? Can you tell me who are, what are the, um, the brand names for those products and the manufacturer? For hepatitis B? For HIB, I'm sorry. Uh, for HIB. I apologize. Did I say HIB? Uh, I meant HIB. Which stands for what, by the way, Dr. Plotkin? Haemophilus influenza type B. Thank you. Um, so, uh, uh, well, again, I, my recollection is that Sanofi and GSK, uh, yes, both um, manufacture HIB. Um, okay. Um, and what about uh, PCV13? What is the name of the product and the manufacturer of that vaccine? I don't remember the trade name, but Pfizer is the manufacturer. Okay. And what about the um, flu shot? Um, oh, well, there are multiple yes, manufacturers. there are multiple manufacturers flu shot. Yeah. Let's, um, in terms of flu shots, um, um, let's I strike that. We're going to come back to the flu shot. I'll make it simpler. Um, well, let me ask you this, actually, about the flu shot. What uh, flu shots... Are there any flu shots recommended for children under one year of age? Uh, no. Uh, six months usually is the okay. time, at, uh, the age at which influenza vaccines are recommended for children. Okay. And do you know who manufactures flu shots recommended for children for under for one children? year? For children? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember which of the manufacturers. Uh, there are probably 10 different influenza vaccines, not all of which have been tested in children. 
So um, there are relatively few f for children, all of them manufactured in uh, chick embryo, um, uh, but, but anyway, uh, I, I don't, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure that the major manufacturers like uh, Sanofi and GSK um, um, certainly manufacture influenza vaccines. Uh, there's a, an Australian manufacturer, CSL. But I mean, um, just for, I'm sorry, Dr. Bob, just, just for, um, by age group, do you, let, let me make this simpler. Do you know, do you have a recollection of which flu shots are recommended uh, for which age groups? You mean which manufacturers? Right. No, I don't, don't recollect. Okay. Um, in terms of the, um, in terms of the um, IPV, the um, inactivated polio vaccine, um, who manufacture? What is the uh, product name manufacturer for that? Uh, I don't remember the trade name, but Sanofi and GSK both uh, make um, IPV. Okay, and the uh, MMR vaccine. What is the product name and manufacturer for that one? Uh, Merck is the manufacturer. Um, GSK also makes one, but Merck is pretty much the American manufacturer for MMR. Okay, and um, for <clears throat> and for varicella, the product name and the manufacturer. Uh, well, um, Merck again uh, manufactures varicella vaccine. And uh, GSK also does. And then for the hepatitis A vaccine, who's the? Uh, what are the product names and manufacturers? Uh, hepatitis A. Um, GSK is the biggest manufacturer of hepatitis A. Okay. Is there any? Got it. Okay. Um, And then, How about the meningococcal vaccine? What's the product name and manufacturer for that one? Uh, meningococcal vaccines are manufactured um, the present time by Sanofi, by uh, GSK, by Pfizer. Um, those are the three. And how about the HPV vaccine manufacturer, the brand, uh, product name and manufacturer, please? Uh, Merck and uh, GSK uh, both manufacture uh, HPV vaccines.
Um, <clears throat> so every vaccine that you believe faith should receive is produced by either Merck, Sanofi, GSK, or Pfizer, correct? Yeah, that's pretty much the case in, in this country at the present time. There are a limited number of vaccine manufacturers because a vaccine manufacturer is difficult and costly. Would it be correct to call these four companies the big four vaccine manufacturers? Yes, that's correct. Um, uh, Johnson & Johnson is attempting to um, come into the uh, field, uh, but uh, they are not yet uh, one of the major manufacturers. Have you received any payments from Sanofi or any of its related or predecessor entities? Yes, certainly. Okay. In what years did you receive payments? Oh, jeez. Well, first of all, as you should know, uh, in the 1990s, I was um, medical and scientific director of Sanofi Pasteur. Uh, and um, so, obviously, I was paid by them. Um, and uh, since then, I've been uh, consulting for um, manufacturers, for biotechs, for governments, uh, for nonprofits, uh, and uh, essentially for anyone interested in vaccine development. And so I have been remunerated uh, uh, by companies, uh, not by nonprofits, obviously. Uh, and um, that is essentially what I do. Is there a year since 1990 that you've not received any kind of payment or remuneration from Sanofi? Uh, probably not, no. Okay. How much did you receive? What would you say is approximate total amount of payments and remuneration you've received from Sanofi during your lifetime? Oh my God. I have no idea. Um, I'm sure it's a sizable amount of money, uh, but I, uh, uh, you'd have to ask my wife, who's essentially my uh, accountant. Mm -hmm. um, are, are you, is your wife the person that would have the records to know that amount? Yeah, she probably would. Okay. Would you say it's more or less than $100,000? Oh, I'm sure it's more than that. Would you say it's more or less than 500000 Probably, yes. I would, over the years, I imagine it is. How, would you say it's more or less than a million dollars? Well, again, uh, I'm not prepared to answer this question, but I am sure it's a considerable amount of money. And uh, uh, over the years, it could well be more than a million. Do you believe it could be a few million? You know, Counselor, uh, I cannot give you a precise figure. It is a considerable amount of, of money. I do, do not doubt, but uh, I could not give you a specific number because I've never looked at it. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to make a request for the documents to understand pre precisely how much you've received from Sanofi over the years. I mean, you guys can do any discovery requests 
that you want. That he doesn't have it with him today. He can't produce it right now. Your objection is noticed, Counselor. Thank you. Um, Has any entity in which you directly or indirectly have a greater than 1% ownership interest received any payment from Sanofi or any of its related or predecessor entities? Could you repeat that question? Sure. Is any entity, do you understand what I mean by the term entity, Dr. Plotkin? Are you talking about me personally or? Uh, when I say, uh, I'm asking if you understand what the term entity means. When I, in that question? No. Okay, great. Um, uh, so when, when I use the term entity, I mean, I mean it to include any business, sole proprietorship, company, LLC, LLP, limited liability company, uh, organization, and so forth. Is that clear what entity means? Yeah. Okay. So what I'm asking is any entity, so any business company that you've had uh, directly or indirectly, more than 1% ownership interest, okay? Has any company like that received money from Sanofi? Well, uh, again, I'm not sure I understand the, the, the question, but um, I uh, uh, am the principal of a company called Vax Consult, okay. which, uh, uh, which essentially was organized to make things easier from the tax point of view, and that entity, uh, if, if that's what you mean, has received payments uh, from um, companies for whom I consult. Uh, so it, it's a device, if you will, to make things simpler for the, the accountant. Okay, so um, who, who owns that consult? I do, or my, my wife and I do. Okay. And what percent do you own? 100%. Okay. And um, is there any other company? And, and payments have been made to Vax Consult by Sanofi? Sure. Okay. And what's the total amount of payments that have been made to Vax Consult by Sanofi? Well, again, I do not have a, an exact number. I am sure that over the years, it's a considerable amount, but I cannot tell you exactly how much. Is there any other company in which you have an ownership interest that's received money from Sanofi? No. Okay. You anticipate to continue to receive payments and, or any kind of other remuneration from Sanofi in the future? As long as my health holds out, yes. Okay. And what are those payments for? For advice, have you um, have you received any payments from Merck or any of its related or predecessor entities? Yes. Okay. And what year did you receive payments? All I can say is, since I uh, stopped working for Sanofi, which was in um, early two thousands. Um, I have consulted for um, uh, essentially uh, all of the uh, major manufacturers. Now, I do not know how much I received, 
Um, but uh, I certainly received payments from Merck, uh, from Glaxo, uh, from Pfizer, uh, and many other entities. So what was approximately the first year that you received payments from Merck? Uh, sometime in the 2000s. Would you say that you've received more than $100,000 in payments remuneration from Merck since then? I have no idea. But you would have records I, that would be able to determine that amount, correct? Yes. I doubt, I, actually, I doubt that it's 100000 but I, I, don't re, uh, I don't recall. I, uh, as I said, my wife does the accounting and I pay no attention to it. Do you anticipate receiving any payments for remuneration from Merck in the future? Sure. You said that you've received payments and uh, another remuneration from GSK in the past. Yes.